Welcome, everybody, and thank you for listening to the Leftover Pizza Podcast. Grimy here, and as per usual, I'm hanging out with Derek. Man, it's uh, officially one year into our little journey here, right? Uh, well, officially one year, I think, since we recorded our first episode. Yeah. But uh, definitely longer than a year. I think you had this idea of doing a podcast at the beginning Oh my of god! Last yeah, year, the beginning of 2021. Mm-hmm. It has been a bit. Boy, that's a a story in and of itself. Yep. But we're here. We made it. Very exciting stuff. And we figured uh, for our our one year, we would do something a little bit different. We threw on Instagram and Facebook a little Q and A kind of thing where you guys could give us some questions if there are any burning questions that you desire to hear us answer. We uh, we would do that and. Here we are, slave to the game. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are, answering your questions. I, I'm shocked that anybody even asked us questions. I just feel like, not you, but I feel like I'm the most uninteresting man in the room most of the time. So the fact that people actually want uh, our opinions and thoughts and want to know more about the podcast and what you and I are all about, that just kind of blows my mind. And uh, if you told me a year ago that we'd be sitting here doing this, mm, I would have said, okay, pal, <laughs> whatever, guy. You know, it's very nice of you to put yourself below me like that, but absolutely not. No, one and the same. <laughs> I'm very uninteresting, in, in my opinion. Uh, maybe you guys think a little bit different than we do, but thanks for asking your questions. We really do appreciate it. We appreciate that you guys are listening and um, doing things that we have asked. So Yes, do the things that the we things. tell you. Do them, please. Man, that sounds... <laughs> it sounds like we're a cult. Mm-hmm. Maybe we are making a cult and we just don't realize it. Maybe. I mean, I tell people to join our pizza club all the time and that just sounds a little culty. <laughs> when do we start sending Kool-Aid packets, though? <laughs> uh, dude, you already sent me one. I know. <laughs> and I didn't drink it and you got sick. So, yo, maybe you are actually <laughs> the founder of a cult. <laughs> you guys found the secret. It's out. <laughs> Ah, so before we get into the questions, do you want to give like a little bit of a backstory? Like, I know it ties into the first question here, but even before the first question, um, like how we started, how leftover pizza came, came to be. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, you know, we kind of found each other through Instagram a pretty long time ago. What, about five years ago, probably? Pretty, pretty close, pretty close to that point. Four um, or five years. It was right. So for those of you who don't know, Zach, who has never been on the podcast, Zach and I used to uh, work together and we just started screwing around and, and making shirts that we thought were funny. And uh, that's what Dem Boys was initially, like Simpsons shirts and Danny DeVito as a Dorito. DeVito's, that's our big claim to fame. <laughs> um, so eventually we kind of worked our way up and then started a, a pop culture website, which was kind of something that we always wanted to do and sort of learned our way through it. And once we started that off and we were writing articles, it was really wild. Like Grimy went through and just completely like did a like bomb on us and just like liked every one of our posts i did i do remember that too one of the big spams and i was like yo who is this guy (laughs) and then i remember laughing because at that point your instagram handle was still 
Optimus, Optimus Grime. Grime. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> 814. Yeah. I was like, all right. I don't even remember. I think it was like DK before. It was like D-E-E underscore K-A-Y and like a bunch of Ys. I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what the hell to put my name as on this stupid thing. So I had it like that for a while. And then I was like, oh, I should probably like, since I'm sharing all this bullshit, I should probably like figure out a name that people might remember. And uh, some people remembered that name. <laughs> and I kind of <laughs> wish I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who don't know, that's how the name Grimy was born. Because yeah. long story short, we sort of started interacting and then I eventually reached out and I was like, hey, do you like want to write an article for our website or something? And he was like, oh, awesome. And at that point, you introduced yourself and you're like, I'm Dave. And I was like, hey, Dave. So shocker to all of you guys. He has a real name. He does. Grimey has a real name. He do. He really but do. Zach and I, sitting in our cubicles, came to a conclusion. We're like, we're never going to fucking remember this guy's actual name. <laughs> we remember Optimus Grime. And again, we were very heavy into the Simpsons. I mean, I, I always have been, but we were like Simpsons brain at that point. And there's a character on the Simpsons frank grimes mm. and homer keeps calling frank grimes grimy, grimy. and i was oh, like yeah. this guy is grimy we're calling him grimy because he's got optimus grime going on it's a whole mouthful i'm not saying the whole thing yeah grimy and it just sort of stuck and it it's did. weird how it's stuck around like there's other people who you've met on instagram through all of this who just refer to you as grimy as well which is just insane to me oh yeah 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 it did stick like uh, I prefer being called that, I guess, on, on my social accounts, uh, if you will. Alter ego. Then I changed it all to <laughs> retroplasm, but I still, uh, have grimy up there somewhere. It's in, in there somewhere in the, uh, the about or whatever in Instagram, so. In the hearts and in the minds of our listeners and our Demboys <laughs> fans, you are grimy and always will be. <laughs> Absolutely. So yeah, uh, I guess that kind of answers one question we had here uh, from James M. How did you guys become friends? Uh, that's a pretty you know quick scenario there. They did approach me, uh, Zach and Derek did approach me about writing some articles, and uh, we started writing articles together, and I was writing them pretty frequently, and um i think the first one was oh it was like captain crunch something or other cotton candy back a few summers ago oh, it was it was the captain crunch yeah. uh cotton candy cereal review, it was for we, sure we ripped it right from my instagram and i just threw it on the website and took it off of the instagram and was like it's not here no more go to it's com and read about it and pretty much just oh went from there yeah that is how that worked. I forgot all about that. Cause, okay, that, it's coming back to me now. Yeah, because you were basically writing mini reviews on Instagram, and I was like, hey, you should just put these on a website because mm -hmm. they're just going to get lost on Instagram. And you're like, that's probably a good idea. Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. It, it turned out for the best. I mean, we're still here doing it to this day. Uh Maybe a little less frequently uh, uh, than we did before, but um, I don't know. Give it time. We'll be back in action again. The spooky season's coming around. You'll see some really cool shit up there very, very soon. 
Uh, you, you people also get a lot of podcasts from us and videos now, so there's plenty of us to go around, okay? We still need to sleep and eat every now and again. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, so that's how we met, but I don't, I, I mean, I guess that's also how we became friends, but, uh, I don't know, man. You just start talking about things that you like with people oh, yeah. who also like the same things oh, just over and over and over again. And then mm-hmm. next thing you know, it's like, oh shit, am I friends with this guy who lives like five states away that I've never yeah. met? And yep. it's like, oh, I guess we are. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, we, uh, we noticed really, really quickly how much we had in common. Our same pretty much... We had the same goal, and it was to do something like this, or you know, like the the uh, the blog, or you know, doing vlog posts, or you know, what have you. We all had the same idea, and designing things too. Uh, I know a lot of people probably don't know from here, but all three of us we do design things, and like there is a store and all that kind of stuff, and. We do put work Shop into it. <laughs> <laughs> You're actually wearing one of our t-shirts right now. I, I am. just noticed it. I am. I can't, did oh, you do this one or was this one Zach? I feel like this one was I you. That was me. Yeah. Our, our old naft apparel stuff. It's yeah. a good one. It's a good it was, shirt. It is a good one. I wear this a lot. Eh, I mean, it's okay. I made it. It's, it's not that great, but oh, you know, it's, it's fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so in conclusion, James... That's, I guess, how we became friends. And then he started sending me a lot of junk food in the mail, and uh, I, I don't know if I'm friends with him anymore. He really keeps pushing fucking gross flavored candy corn <laughs> on me. I might have to terminate this friendship sometime soon. <laughs> well, you want to hit the next question here? So our next question comes from Joshua H., and it asked, what started us down this road? I guess we don't have to do that one. We kind of just answered it. Well, I mean, in short, this was just kind of the next logical step, right? Like, we were already doing articles. We were already doing, like, uh, some small video content on TikTok, and then we kind of put that into Instagram. And um, like Derek said earlier, we have been thinking about podcasts for longer than anyone will probably know, like probably three years now, just like talking loosely off and on about it. It went through so many different changes. It was going to be a damn boys podcast. And Derek actually did make his his own podcast, uh, which is still going on still today. Knife dog, baby. Yeah, but actually... For me, it goes longer, uh, it goes further back right. than Dem Boys and all of that. Uh, proud college dropout here. Oh, a lot of money, <laughs> learn nothing. The one thing that I got out of college was uh, for two years, I was a, a DJ on the college radio station in Lowell, Massachusetts. And that was one of the best experiences of my life. I loved it. Uh, it started as one show at 10.30 p.m. on Thursdays. Bad Apple Radio, uh, and then just sort of, I got another show and another show, and I think at one point I was on like three or four shows, and I was like, this is incredible, I love this, how do I do this for a living, and then I went and worked at funeral homes, so... <laughs> <laughs> complete, complete opposite direction. Um, but eventually, once Nemboy started popping around, like Grimy said, that started. And then 
very very early on we started talking about the idea of like we should do a podcast how would we do a podcast and we went through like so many iterations of what it could be what we could do and then i had like a mental breakdown after a year and a half of working uh for funeral homes through covid and i said fuck this and i started knife dog last year which was completely not related to anything dem boys i just was like i gotta do something different and then eventually through that grimy wanted to start a podcast and him and i batted the idea back and forth uh for a while i wasn't even going to be on it and then it's like i don't know the universe said no you guys have to do this and then it it, like we did it we did one episode that was really really bad oh yeah (laughs) one one really horrible (laughs) i have it on a hard drive that is never getting released ever i don't unless i die when i die you people can break into my home and steal my hard drive and release into the world if you really want that (laughs) um but yeah i mean aside from one bad episode we hopped right into it on the second which was technically our first uh that we released and we've been going straight since then yep absolutely yeah uh it just like i said it seemed like the next logical step uh we were already friends with quite a few people who already do this kind of stuff we listen to we frequently listen to different podcasts yeah. and it just you know seemed like something that could uh we would benefit from and also you know uh, kind of progress our creative minds i guess and i will say because i always forget this part but it's very important it's very key with them boys especially throughout the pandemic we were all pretty much locked away uh and we had a lot of free time on our hands because we couldn't do anything after work so we were just like all in on them boys for a while yep and we got into this rhythm where it was myself zach and grimy having weekly meetings like once a week on facetime yep we sent an iPad down to him. So the three of us were just like shooting the shit. It started because we were just trying to uh, make this clothing brand, the shirt that Grimey's actually wearing right now. Mm-hmm. And so we were like tossing around ideas for that. And what actually ended up happening was we spent more time talking about like movies and games and, <laughs> and any anything that you could possibly imagine and then we'd we'd get like 10 minutes of talking in about these ideas for like shirts and whatever that we had and then eventually i think that's when we came to realize because we just kept doing it for a week yeah. after week after week and we we're like why isn't that the podcast this is basically this is what we're it. doing anyways yeah yep oh man happy times good memories yeah i mean what more could you expect you know this is Everything that that we've been doing. Yep. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) All right. Well, now we got that. I feel like those were the two most important questions. Uh, Now that we got them ones out, we can get to the uh, the, the, uh, meat and potatoes. Meat and potatoes. So this one comes from Jeremy D. And by the way, we're going with last names. Uh, Just the first letter of each last name, just in case you guys didn't want your whole last name being on there and, you know private stuff we we're cool i hope but you know who you are yeah you know who you are you know and if also if your question didn't end up on here it's just because we like them so much that they could be used for a future episode like some of these were pretty extravagant i'm not gonna lie like some of them were like okay this could be like a whole we could talk about this for hours so don't feel offended this could be a whole podcast subject this question here 
But anyways, from Jeremy D, what are your toy grails? And I and Derek, actually, we both kind of extended this a little bit. We're going to go into not just toy grails, but stuff that might either not exist that we would love to see happen or, you know, a grail that we might own now, something that's not necessarily a toy. It could be like, you know, a, a CD or a comic or, you know, whatever. You want to start this one off? or I'll, I'll go first okay. because I feel like I definitely have less than you. Your brother. <laughs> listen, I love my collectibles. I do. But I feel like most things that I want to see represented probably already exist. And if they don't, they're probably in the works somewhere. So that's number one. But I will say if we are taking the question that route, uh, Grail's or things that we want to exist that don't currently. We did a great episode last year at Halloween time about uh, oh, yeah. Halloween things that don't exist that yep. we wish did exist. I think it's episode either two or three. So yeah, uh, if you're really one. into this idea, uh, very early. So if you're really into this idea, there's a whole podcast sort of dedicated to that and it's Halloween themed. So mm-hmm. definitely go check that out. Now, with that out of the way... um. Grails that exist that I don't have that I could get, but they're just either hard to come by or they're a little too out of my price range at this point, or I have nowhere to put them. Uh, two really came to mind for this. The first one is the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror. It's called the Ironic Punishment Set, and that was by McFarland Toys from the early 2000s. So, again, everything in my life always comes back to Treehouse of Horror. I feel like that's the most, uh, the single most influential thing in my life are specifically the Halloween episodes of uh, The Simpsons. But this is the bit where Homer um, is in hell and they're feeding him donuts. The demons are feeding him donuts. Yeah, okay. And he's supposed to, you know, it's torture. So he's supposed to be fed donuts and donuts. And, And the joke is that he gets so fat and he uh they just keep feeding him donuts hell runs out of donuts so they can't torture him anymore <laughs> so back in the day mcfarlane actually turned this into a working toy set yeah where it's the whole scene you know he's hooked up to the machine and the donuts you know can get fed into his mouth and it actually works like they made little mini donuts yep. that you put on rods and i don't know if it's like wind up or how it works but basically you can make homer this big fat homer eat all of these donuts oh, yeah. that are packed in with it um Dude, i just love it did you post this the other day? Oh, no, I don't think I no, did. No, because I, I was scrolling and I did see this. I was like, damn, I, did. I didn't know that this existed. Like, McFarlane, wow. Like, they, they ventured into some weird stuff. And Simpsons is one of those things that I felt was kind of, like, out of left field for McFarlane. Since, like, you know, they do the Spawn thing. They do the Mortal Kombat thing. and But, like, Playmates eventually got Simpsons. I don't know if it was before or after. But McFarland doing Simpsons. It wasn't Daring. All right. I so think they it were was just Daring. like I think there was multiple companies at licensing that, point, yeah. that out to just anybody who would touch Simpsons at that point in time. I think so. Yeah. Um, but and that wasn't the only McFarland Treehouse of Horror set that they did. No, either. no, not at all. But yeah, so that's that's one of my big ones. And I actually remember being in Toys R Us as a kid, and uh, I was I begged my mom for that. I was like, I <laughs> I need this, and she was like. 
absolutely not because I remember it being <laughs> something like 50 bucks or something like that. Oh, and yeah. Like, I'm not spending $50 on this toy for you. That's not really even a toy. It's more of a collector, you know, collector's piece. Uh, so I'll never forget that because I was there. I saw it in person. It wasn't like something I discovered later on in life. Like right. I had it in my hands and she was like, absolutely not. Like maybe Santa will bring it to you. Spoiler right. alert. He didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that one would have been the one to get to because like McFarland toys, not so much nowadays, but like before when they were doing like the movie maniacs and stuff, they weren't really known mm. for articulation at all. They were like simple, no. just like still figures. They didn't do nothing. Yeah. But like at least this thing, you could like feed it donuts and it had like other accessories yeah. that you like did things with it. And that would have, oh man, that would have been the McFarland toy to get hands down. Now, I'm not done with McFarland. There okay. is one more thing oh, really? in my oh. grails. So Let's hear it. It is, again, a McFarland set. Now, I don't know. Like, you just said there wasn't really articulation or whatever. What I will give McFarland is McFarland was the first company yes. to really do collector's pieces mm-hmm. and do them well. Yep. You know? So... They weren't over-articulated. It wasn't like NECA where you can buy it and out of the box you can pose it a million different ways and take all this toy photography. But, like, at that point, that wasn't on anybody's radar, right? No, not at all. Nobody is taking pictures with their one megabyte digital camera and uploading it to a chat forum somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) You know? They were, like, designed to sit on a shelf or in a collector's case, and that's it. So, for a long, long time – now, I did finally get it – but uh, the movie maniacs were like one of my grails yeah. because I just I loved them. Uh, They're so great. And my uncle actually had a set and gave me the set of his movie maniacs. So I've got a bunch of movie maniacs. I love them to death still to this day. They might not have the best sculpts compared to now, but there's just like such a charm about the movie maniacs and that early McFarlane like oh, yeah. the way that they would sculpt things. Mm-hmm. My my current grail that i would love to have a set of and i think actually there's multiple waves of it but the twisted fairy tales yes they put out yep those are cool they're just so cool like they're not your your standard ghost face or ash from you know army of darkness or whatever it's like they literally looked at grim's fairy tales Mm -hmm. peter pumpkin eater Gretel and Hansel, uh, you know, and they just made it fucking gross and gnarly. And it was like Todd McFarlane was sitting there like, how can I turn these public domain uh, tales into like horror movies that don't exist? Mm -hmm. And they are like completely scary. Like what you see from like Pinhead and stuff like that. It just like through and through is so demented looking everything that he does for these lines. Like... Not to go off too much off topic, but, like, the two that I'm most familiar with when it comes to these things is, uh, I think it's Twisted Christmas. Yep. Twisted Christmas. Like, phenomenal line. And then there's the Twisted Wizard of Oz, too. And they are just beautiful figures. Uh, They just look so demented. And, like, Dorothy is basically in, like, bondage. And she is... You know, fully BDSM'd <laughs> out, and it's just, oh, it, it's not what you would expect, and it is beautiful. 
Yeah, it really is. So I, I just love those. Big, big horror guy. I love horror movies. And uh, I just love the old McFarlane toys, really. That's kind of what it boils down to. I've just got such a thing for them. Like, I kind of just want to rebuy Movie Maniacs just because I like them so oh, fuck much. Yeah. I have them, and I just love them that much, you know. Mm-hmm. So like you those said, are my grails. They they have a certain charm to them. And, I mean, you know, they hit that nostalgic bone just right. They Like you said, they were the first ones to really do that. and. They did a pretty good job for what they were working with. Big time. Big time. So what about you? So me, I'll prepare for the list, suckers. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm breaking this down into three categories. (laughs) 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 uh, So I got some that are toys, some that are actually food related, and another uh, just like things that I, I, grills that I do own that I would consider a grill, I guess. Uh... Stuff that I don't have. So toys. I would love to say that I've completed the Playmates run of the original TMNT series. That's a very, very hard thing to do. But it's been done. I think people have done it anyways. Um, yeah. Uh, but I, I would like to own at least a sealed canister of either the green or the purple or both retro mutagen, retro, bleh, 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 retro <laughs> mutagen ooze canisters from back in the day not one that's opened and you can see the slimes all dried up like i want one that's sealed um boy what else uh the, do you know what ooze it is it's not a turtle's thing that's right no i don't think no. i do so it's this like super old toy I, I don't remember if it's from like the 70s or the 80s i, I want to say it's the 70s but it's just like you should look it up really quick if you haven't seen it before but it's just like almost stretch armstrong like kind of plastic rubbery outside and it's got a bunch of holes in the face and you fill it up with slime this like red slime comes with a big like almost looks like bubbles a jar of bubbles but it's just slime on the inside and you fill it up and you squeeze it and it like pops out of all the uh the holes in it and wait what is this called again it's called ooze it it's just (gasps) oozing it ooze it yeah let's see the thing is just it toy Fucking oh my god, banger. this green alien figure from 1981. Yes. Is that okay, him? so like really, really early 80s. Yeah, totally. Bro, he kind of looks like a ghoulie. Yeah, kind of. Kind of. He kind of has a ghoulie vibe about he's him. He's definitely got... I could see that. Band. Yep, I could see yeah. that. Okay, uh, he's pretty cool. Yeah, he's about like $500 <laughs> on eBay. Well, hey, no, the one I'm looking at here, this is a deal. It's only $8 expedited shipping and it's $299.99. And you can make an offer. Ooh. I feel like it has to be fake. That has to be fake. (laughs) I don't know, dude. It's pretty grody. Yeah. He's got dirt all over him. Hmm. Maybe they just went out and like rubbed him in the playground. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) But no, like the ones in boxes and ones that are complete, they have all the accessories. Like there's like little plugs. It's like a yellow uh, kind of pluggy system thing you put into his eyeballs and his mouth. Um, They usually go for quite a pretty penny. Um, I guess the last toy item i would like to uh, i guess there's two uh i would like to own a sealed firehouse from the real ghostbusters and i mean that would be just spectacular to have a sealed one you don't see that too often and when you do like it's people who are clearly collectors or people that are like clearly they know what they have and they want thousands of thousands of dollars for it Mm. it'll never happen um now i guess the last toy item that i don't have sharp hand joe 
I want a fucking Sharpan Joe figure. Oh. Like, so bad. I want a Sharpan. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let's. He can sit proudly next to my shitty sculpt McFarlane Freddy. All right. 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 Yeah, man. I have one figure from the Sungold's monster line. I have the. Uh, the horrible knockoff of the, um, oh, what is he? The Wolfman. I don't even know what he's called. It's not called the Wolfman, but it's, it's, you know, he's a Wolfman knockoff. I have that. I paid like $10 for him, and I was like, fuck. I jumped. I never jumped so fucking fast <laughs> in my entire life. I seen that pop up in eBay for a couple bucks. I was like, fuck yeah, it's mine. It's usually like $40. I was like, nope, he's mine today, pals. Sorry. But, uh, yeah, Sharpan Joe, what, he's what an expensive one. Could his name be like Mr. Howell or some Mr. shit? Mr. Howell? <laughs> I don't I don't remember. It's I'm sure it's something really dumb. <laughs> uh yeah, Sharpan Joe. Oh my god, I want I'm surprised like he's kind of become an icon. He's a huge icon now, yeah. In and of himself, you know? Like I'm surprised nobody's tried to reboot Sharpan Joe or just like make, you know, replicas or you know, give him his own T V spinoff or something. That oh, would be yeah. I would watch mm-hmm. that. Hell yeah. Sharpan Joe talk? I'm all about that. Definitely. I'm sure that someone out there has made some boots of them, but like, oh, them bootleg figures can go pretty expensive real quick. We should make our own boots. Oh, I would love to. would love to. Oh, my God. To be continued. <laughs> <laughs> but anyhow, uh, food stuff. Um, a big one for me would be a, an original Ecto Cooler juice box sealed uh it's just one of them things like i i feel the need to have that and like i love the uh all the other variations of it i love the ones with the x-men stuff on the front i love the uh the newer ones where they were kind of it was just like a yellow box and he had like stuff orbiting around him the slimer duds uh just very cool box and that's the one i'm familiar with the most but i want that original 80s one the green one like just I don't want to pay $300 for a sealed box of it, unfortunately. Not yet. But it does have to be sealed so you can take a nice big swig out of it. You yeah. want to make sure that nobody drank out of it before you, you know? Yeah, yeah. The uh, beautiful brown seawater. <laughs> it's just a quick gurgle mm. in the back of your throat. Mm, seawater. Mm, yeah. I love that. Uh, then the other food item I feel like I desperately need... Um, there's this Dr. Pepper that basically nobody can get unless you sign up for the Pepper Club and they randomly pick you or there's like a huge waiting list. You will not get on it anytime this year or the next. Like I've been on it for like four years waiting to get on it. Um, and when it's your birthday, they send you randomly a uh, a case. I think it's like three or four cans. I can't remember. Maybe it might even be two of uh, Dr. Pepper birthday cake flavored it's like i don't remember if it's like dr pepper frosting mm-hmm. like icing and cake icing on the cake i think it's called um okay there's a couple on ebay and they want like a crazy ten thousand dollars for it <laughs> it was like ten thousand dollars. yeah currently I, don't listed. Know. I feel like you should take out a loan and a loan? Just see what happens you know <laughs> i mean it was just yeah we could probably go that route who needs a car you know you basically just need to treat it like you're shorting a stock. Take out a loan for ten grand, buy it for ten grand, put it up there for fifteen, and hope yeah. that it sells in time that you need to make your first loan payment. All right, right. and you pay it off in full, no interest. Yeah. Now you've gamed the system. 
Well, I'm sure there's plenty of other Dr. Pepper th- enthusiasts. Why don't I just like take a syringe and like take my share and then in like little tubes or something, I'll just like squirt a little bit in each one and sell them for like, I don't know, yeah. $500 a piece. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great idea. Absolutely. Wow. We are quickly becoming very, very shady people on this podcast. Shady, I, I, uh, shady but economical in these trying times. <laughs> in these trying times, I'll do anything. I'll to do put it my all. daughter to med school. <laughs> we moved on from. Uh, we graduated from sending out pictures of Derek's Jurassic Park feet to uh, <laughs> sell, <laughs> selling a bunch of tubes of Dr. Pepper. <laughs> if there's anything that happens on the Leftover Pizza podcast, it's a scheme. We're hatching schemes left and right. Stick Absolutely. with us. <laughs> then uh, these are just personal grills that I, I own, I guess. Um, first one being the complete set. In box, the Universal Monsters TMNT figures. I've talked about them way too many times. That's as far as I'm going with that. Um, another one, I do own a first, or not a first print, a second print of TMNT number one. I scored that for like 250 bucks. Like, oh man, it was like 10 years ago. And now that has just blown up in price. It's like a couple thousand dollar book, and I'm just really happy I got it. Uh, I would love to have a first print, but that's not going to happen. It's like fourteen grand right now or higher. Might be up into <laughs> like the the forty grand region now, I think. I can't remember. I think the highest one that sold is like forty five grand. But it was like graded nine point eight or something or nine point six. I don't know. It was a really high graded piece, so uh yeah. Never gonna happen. I'll I'll sit here happy with my raw uh, second print that's not slabbed graded or any of that stuff. You'll sit there with your birthday cake Dr. Pepper that you spent 10 grand <laughs> on sipping and thinking about how you can scheme your way into a first print TMNT. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, speaking of TMNT, Paul R. asked us which Ninja Turtle is our favorite. So I'll go first, short and sweet, uh, Leonardo. Good choice. I'm basing this off of the 80s cartoon and 80s slash 90s movies um, because I know they've sort of played with the personalities a bit over time and they sort of change things around. So those iterations of that character – always uh resonated with me i think because i was just like this um well i guess if i'm gonna get deep with it i have some really bad feet like i've told you this before (laughs) but i was born with club feet and they're like they're pretty messed up so i've never been very athletic and i i really can't uh get around too well so i feel like uh, he's just so cool and he was just like so swift and like he just kicked ass so i always just really uh identified with that i'm like man if i could just be as cool as leonardo the boy scout matter about my feet yeah yeah exactly he's just a good boy he's He's just a good good boy he's a good boy does what he's told uh, but now I guess now that I'm older, uh, Michelangelo is pretty great just because he's, uh, pretty funny. He's but the party dude. He is the party dude. He is the party. You know, that dude's doing Jaeger bombs at like oh, yeah. three in the morning. Jaeger bombs. In a sewer. <laughs> Fucking Jaeger bombs. Jaeger bombs. <laughs> 
Oh, and you know what? One more thing that uh, Leonardo has going for him is wasn't he voiced by Johnny Knoxville in the first in the first one Michael Bay TMNT so, movie? Weird story. I don't understand it, but they had two people voicing Leonardo for the first one. They must have got Johnny really? Knoxville on there like really early on, and then he must have like flaked out at some point, and they were like, "Fuck it, we're not recording." any of this other stuff again so we'll just have this other guy fill in yeah i'm pretty sure i read that somewhere wow i never even picked up on that i was like really thrown off when it wasn't johnny knoxville in the sequel and i was Mm -hmm. like wait what uh whatever no no big loss what the fuck happened to johnny johnny boy come (laughs) back i just feel like he had some some uh contractual obligations over at Paramount that needed to be filled. And they were like, listen, if you do this voice for Leonardo, we'll give you money for Jackass 4. Yeah. And he was like, all yeah. right. But you're only getting one take. <laughs> one. <laughs> so that's my choice. That's my pick, Leonardo. Right on. Um, Man, for me, uh, early on when I was like a youngin', I always had this uh, infatuation with Raph, especially from like the cartoon, the you know the original '80s cartoon and mm-hmm. the first movie. He just seems so badass uh, for no reason at all. Even like I just never understood it. Not so much in the cartoon. He was the wisecracker, and I thought he was funny. But yeah. in the first movie, you know, he was the first turtle to on live action to say "damn." You know, like I was like, <laughs> "Oh, he's fucking bad, bro!" Like this guy. Swearing and shit, like, ooh, he swore. swore. I like him. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) It's like, okay, this one means business, and he's like chasing after people and going out on his own. He doesn't give a fuck what the other guys do. He's doing what he wants to do, and yeah, I guess that resonated with me. I I hate to. I hate to say it this way, but as an adult, you watch that movie and you look at Raph, and you just go. This guy fucks. This guy. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> you go, this guy? This, this guy. guy Surely this guy <laughs> has. Master Splinter knows it too. Oh, yeah. He's Master like... Splinter's like, don't go out. I know what you're doing. <laughs> Raphael, you gotta son. Bleep that. I can't. I can't I, that sounds racist. Raphael, son. That That's what he sounds like. It's, it's him. Yeah, through and through. Holy fuck. Yeah, Raphael Fox for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I used to love Raph. And then, oddly enough, ironically enough, uh, my focus did kind of go into uh, Leo, I guess, a little more towards my, like, um, after I turned 21, I guess, like my more adult mm-hmm. life. I, like, started picking up. I was like, yeah, Leo is kind of like, you know, he, he is the leader. Obviously, everyone knows that. Um, and I'm speaking mostly from, like, Mirage comic books. Um, you know, he kept the team together. He's the one that has to keep everyone focused and all that good stuff. And he, um, no matter what's going on, you know, Raph is being a dickhead or whatever and running off on his own. He's the one that pulls the group back together. Uh, he has a lot of weight on his shoulders. And um, especially in the new series, the IDW series, like his one-off story, just before shit starts hitting the fan, there's one book that really resonates with me a lot is where they're all like, 
at this farmhouse after like a bunch of shit goes down they all kind of retreat to this farmhouse and it's all four of them and it's leo just talking about the four of them being together and just like being brothers and it was just like fuck yeah that's really cool i really like that a lot um Mm -hmm. i guess it kind of like it reminds me of my siblings i guess because i have i have three siblings and i'm just like i get it like he's the one the like I don't want to say the black sheep because he's not the black sheep, but he's the the one in the middle, the balance, and he's just like looking at all the other ones from, you know, his point of view. Like, I got to keep it together for these guys, and I thought that was cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like, ah, I don't know. I'm a bit of a piece of shit when it comes to which turtle I like in general because I love them all equally. Like, there's I something. Love them all. It's it's really it is <laughs> it's it's horrible. I'll never be able to pick between them. Like they all have some kind of personality traits that I enjoy about all of them. But my I will say that my favorite version of the turtles is the uh, Mirage comics, like the original. I love that they were all pretty much the same. Um, they all wore the same thing. And they were a little bit more brutal. They weren't especially just for kids, I guess. They were kind of more of an adult-oriented thing at one point in time. And uh, I like that they had that edge to them, I guess. And now, you know, it's for everybody. It's not just for the adult people. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Um, And I think uh, it kind of sucks that he specifically had to ask about which turtle was our favorite. Well, she said character uh, because Krang, because at one point Krang was voiced by Gilbert Gottfried and that's oh, yeah. just perfect pairing, mm-hmm. perfect casting. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, fuck Shredder. He was voiced by, uh, what's his name? Uncle Phil. Uncle Phil. That's it. There we go. Jesus Christ. It's been a long day. For it's been real? a long week. <laughs> but yeah, Uncle Phil. It's been a long month. It's been a long mm. year. That's why Raph's so pissed off. It's been such a long, long week and year. Yeah, it he's has just trying been. to fuck, bro. He's just trying. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right, I'll take this next question here. This one comes from Isaac E. Live with one. Oh, and he has two questions, by the way. There's one and then a follow up question. Live with one, party with one, banish one. Count Chocula, Boo Berry, Frankenberry, Fruit Brute, and Yummy Mummy. We'll answer that one first. Yeah, so kind of a, a spin on uh, fuck, Mary kill. Yeah. I, I appreciate that he didn't make me uh, say which of these monsters <laughs> I don't want to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've had enough talking about that already yeah, yeah. with We're Raphael. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've, I've gone a lot uh, first a lot in this episode. You go I'll first. I want to hear first. your picks first. Okay. Yeah. Oh, boy, live with one. Um, probably Count Chocula. For literally no reason whatsoever. He's, you know, he's a vampire. He's probably pretty neat, keeps to himself a lot, sleeps all day. Mm. You know, he's only up at the wee hours of the night. So, okay. Can see that benefiting well as a a roommate. Okay. Plus, the cereal's pretty good. Can I tell you? Can I tell you? And I'm going to be spoiling mine here. Can I tell you why I chose not to to live with him? (laughs) I think he would be in an. I think he would be an insufferable prick. All right. I feel like he would just be talking in his 
<laughs> very sexy accent yeah, yeah. that I switched into something. I just feel like he would just be doing that and just saying the most fucking annoying shit about how he's 3,000 years old and doesn't look a day over 33. Yeah. And, you know, and just they probably just be like critiquing everything that you're cooking, asking why you're not eating his cereal. He slaves all day to make this cereal yeah. and you won't even eat it. And you're like, dude, I just want to have a piece of fucking garlic on my pizza. Leave me the fuck alone. And I just feel yeah. like he's always wearing too much cologne. So, <laughs> too much colognes. So that's why I didn't pick him. You know, not you know, not a big deal, but you know, that's yeah. just my personal take on the guy. Yeah, I guess he could be a <laughs> shitty roommate. He opens up the refrigerator and who the fuck ate all of the deli ham I just bought? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't for you. I'm also not clear. I'm also not clear on him as a vampire because the common uh, uh, thing with vampires that we accept is that they can't eat real food. They have to drink blood. Yeah. So, like, is he drinking blood or no. is, like, are we replacing the blood with chocolate and he's only eating chocolate? Only eating cereal. His tagline was, I want to eat your cereal. So I can't have cereal in that house? Like, he's just going to be eating my cereal left Oh, yeah, yeah. He's going to Bogart all of your cereal, for sure. Jeez. Uh, hmm. Yeah, another reason not to live with him. But you chose him. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, That's yeah. That's good for you. Yeah, I'll... I'll uh, <laughs> so you don't have to live with him, I will. Okay, I'll, I'll oh, take Chalky. Yes, I'll take yes. our Chalky boy. Uh, <laughs> so who are you partying with then? Partying with Booberry. Straight up. Booberry's a fucking party that. animal. I, I bet he is. I bet yep. he is. His eyes are always like halfway closed. Like that dude's always faded. You know, oh, he's yeah, just completely faded up on a regular yep. basis. Completely. Yep. Good point. I didn't even think about that. Um, yeah. Now, banishing one, man, this one is really hard. And I don't want to say none of them because I did that with the turtles, kind of. I don't remember if it was Fruit Brute or Yummy Mummy, but one of them was like a lemon-lime flavored cereal at one point. Was that Yummy Mummy? No, nah, I think that was Fruit Brute at one point. And I don't remember which one. Out. Now it's cherry. Okay. Yummy Mummy's always been like an orange cream thing. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Hmm. I swear, one of them was like, not orange, but like a, some other citrusy flavor at one point. No, I never no. had it. Fruit Brute was. Fruit was Brute he? was. It was a different flavor, and then they swapped it to okay. cherry for like that last re-release if from okay. what i remember reading all right yeah, well, yeah. so you're so, thinking correct so the the early version of fruit brute that can go sorry it's it's gone and it is gone so that uh, it's not like i really you know it hurt is. anyone's feelings never coming back never yep yeah uh okay so the one that i'm living with is frankenberry because not only is he my favorite of the main three cereals i'll say it that way because he's, mm. he's not my favorite cereal he is my favorite of the main three cereals by right. a long shot blueberry is fine cow chocolate is fine frankenberry underappreciated underloved I've, right. i heard so many people say that it's a gross cereal i disagree i disagree i really like it i i wouldn't say it's a gross cereal i think it's in the top two i i, I like in my my opinion, it goes 
Count Chocula first, just because I think that's the most, uh-huh. the best one for me anyway. Uh, then yeah, Frankenberry, yeah, yeah. then probably Booberry is probably at the bottom, especially now. Like they're just, a lot of people talk mm-hmm. to people about how they don't taste the same. And it's true. They don't taste the same as they used to. Nothing does. Nothing in the junk food right. world at all. It's not going to taste the same. But um, yeah, uh, I definitely would rate it higher than booberry and most definitely higher than fruit root and yummy mummy oh you're killing me anyways we're not talking about the cereal just yet we're talking about why so i would live with frankenberry because i feel like he'd be a very good roommate i feel like he'd be very quiet doesn't talk much uh very very pleasing color on him all right i like the pink i like the vibes of him um i think he's probably a pretty funny guy you know, he's got that gauge sticking out of his head. Oh, yeah. So that's yeah. pretty funny. Yeah. Visual comedy, visual gags all day. So he's probably going to be living <laughs> with him. He's probably pretty clean, you know? I mean, well, no, probably help. not that clean. So who would I party? I would party with Fruit Brute because that guy is an animal. Yeah. Know, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally sure. an animal. Mm-hmm. He's literally an animal. Uh, Let's just be clear. Fruit Brute is my favorite of the cereals. No shit. Uh, dude, when that came out in 2013, mm-hmm. again, was in college, and my roommate and I were going absolutely crazy for Fruit Brute. So it started because we were, like, obsessed with Quentin Tarantino at that point. Okay. Because what college kid isn't? Yeah, you know? fair. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we found out like he would sneak boxes of fruit brute in the background of his his old movies oh yeah it had been long discontinued at that yeah. point yeah so in like pulp fiction you can see a box of fruit brute on the shelf so we were just naturally intrigued and we we're like what the hell is fruit brute never heard of this before so we got it we plowed through probably five or six boxes in the Halloween really? season oh yeah like that is all we were doing was eating fruit brute that is such a fucking vibe just two college kids like going out buying fucking boxes of cereal and just plowing through them and like just this adventure like oh man to be a college kid again fuck oh my god it was (laughs) awesome like we were literally just like once a week like oh yo we gotta go to target again (laughs) get the fruit fruit brute (laughs) (laughs) hell yeah so we were we were like on the hunt for fruit brute and then i remember uh i actually had a few boxes left over that i was saving Mm -hmm. in case it never came back and then it didn't come back so that so the next year i was eating a year old box of fruit brute by myself (laughs) and just like downing it so uh, strong memories of Fruit Brute. Love it. I think he's a great character. Frankenberry is still my favorite of the of all the characters, but Fruit Brute is like a close second. He's okay. special, you know. And I would banish Fruity Yummy Mummy because I fucking he brings nothing to the table. His yeah. cereal is not my bag. I do not like orange cream things. It a whole cereal based around that is nasty. And I, I mean, he's a mummy, so he probably stinks. So I just don't want him anywhere near me. Like, let's <laughs> yeah. just get him out of the gang. He had that yeah. really cool jingle on commercial, though. It makes your tummy go yummy. Ha ha ha. Yeah, that is <laughs> that so is good, true. so catchy. I. But Fruit Brute was also voiced by Wolfman Jack, I think. So. Was he? Yeah, I think you're probably so. right. And he you're had a cool right. voice, so. He's true. got that going for him. Dude, that's true. That's true. I think he is, those are some good picks. Good picks. So the uh, the follow up question: Who should be the new cereal monster mascot, and what flavor? Mm-hmm. I'm curious to see what you say here. <laughs> 
So, uh, I I got two. I couldn't I couldn't land on one. This it's guy just so he hard. can't pick one. This he's is, always got two. He's got to pick yep. everybody. Yep. It's it's All too right, hard. It's too hard. Um, at first I was like, well, without a doubt, we have to go with like a creature from the Black Lagoon. Like, how oh, dare that's they? Mine. I said Gilman. Gilman. That's what I said. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you? That's no okay. Shit. So we landed in the same spot. Okay. Yeah. Well, I I didn't pick a flavor. I didn't pick a flavor for him. What flavor is he getting? What? Oh, Why don't you take that? I I picked the flavor. You got the flavor. Okay. So I said we're we're we'd have to pick Gilman because okay. it rounds out the the classic yes. six. Yes. You've Fuck got yeah. your your werewolf, your mummy, your Frankenstein, your Dracula. Uh, and who else am I missing? Oh uh, well, a ghost. The mummy. Which uh, well, I, I maybe, oh yeah, but, uh, you're a ghost. Hmm. Yeah, and you got the ghost. I mean, the ghost, I guess, co- kind of covers your like generic spooky bases, and then the creature. Like, you need the creature in that yeah. to sort of yep. form your monster squad. You yep. know. Um, and I said, I said his flavor should be grape, grape, because it would be fun to say Gilman grape. Gilman. <laughs> now, what kind of grape are we talking? I don't like know. white grape or the the purple grapes? Like, what, what kind of flavor? Jelly grape? Like. Yeah, like jelly grape. And I say jelly grape because recently they just brought back I didn't even know that it existed in the first place, but they brought back grape flavored Pop Tarts. Yes. And yes. I thought those were gonna be grape jelly flavored Pop Tarts. They are nah, not. They've got candy. like a Jolly Rancher grape going on yeah. with it. And it's like kind of off putting. Yeah. So I feel like with Fruit Brute being cherry now, uh, Fruity Yummy Mummy representing the absolute garbage orange. It just makes <laughs> sense that grape is represented in there somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. Hell yeah. Great, great pick. Now, you could also go lime because like green cereal green. or whatever. See, else. that I was I, the know. route I was thinking in my head at the top of my head just now. But like uh, lime cereal. Mm. Or matcha. It could matcha? be matcha. Dude, that would be interesting. That would be different. That you, would probably be matcha good. cereal. Hmm. Did matcha, you start something matcha there? Matcha and then mix it with choc- uh, uh, Count Chocula? That might be pretty good. That would be kind of dope. Yeah. As long as they don't do mint. Because right. yeah, that would just that. destroy mint. it. Like, I like yeah, mint, but, here. like, I don't want it. I don't want it no. in my cereal. No. No. All right. I'd change my answer from Gilman grape to matcha because I feel like it would just be a better flavor and it could be green. But, um, yeah. Gilman matcha. All right. Uh, then okay, so what's your pick then? The other pick, oh man, I feel like it would have to be like a Bride of Frankenstein kind of thing. I just feel okay, like that you know, it's it's the time other thing to I was too. it's time to introduce a female serial monster. Like they need representation too. I feel right. Mm, yeah, yeah, you're probably right. I this that was the thing. Like I really I feel like we need the creature. That. But like the first female serial monster, people would go fucking ape shit. Or I mean, me mm-hmm. and you would. I know that Instagram would. Absolutely. Like, come on. Absolutely. The only reason I didn't, and that was like on my back burner. The only reason I didn't go with the Bride of Frankenstein is because I was like, ah, I just feel like Gilman is like underrepresented. Yeah. We need that right. creature action going here. You're right. But no, but- you're 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 right. Look at it this way too, though. Like, think of all the—they all had like their cool marshmallows over the years, like different, all kinds of different ones. Think of like lightning bolt marshmallows up in that. Like, Mm. I think that would work so well. Like, really, really well. 
Or even oh, if yeah. they could do like a You're design right. of like the hair with the the one little yeah, white bolt that's through them, like think it could be pretty sick. So my idea for the serial pieces, if we did that, w- mm-hmm. would that it, it, they would have to be white and black? Yes. Like it couldn't just be one or the other. Like you'd have oh, to yeah. have that contrast. Absolutely. You know, yep. You would need both. I just envisioned that. So. All right. Well, we were on the same page. Although I, I feel so. like those are pretty low hanging fruit when you're thinking about like monsters in in the monster serials. Like you're just trying to fill out that representation of all the classic monsters, which makes sense. Yep. For sure. Like I don't want any fucking Freddy Krueger ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got, they got pop cereal for all that stuff. It's it's already been done as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Well, I think we uh we got that one taken care of. What's our next question here? All right, so our next question comes from Dr. Jazzman1, and he said, what is your favorite cartoon series? And I know you and I, we both love our cartoons. Oh, yeah. One. You get one. I get you one, can explain dude. it a little bit, but this can is just, rapid fire, can man. Can I show you this list here? It's, it's oh this here. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know what? I'll do you a solid. I'll do you a solid and just say one that I've been – really crushing on lately lately oh you yep. don't just have an overall favorite no nope, no nope. this one has been every night before bed lately okay i'm ready you ready Let's you go. want me to hit you with it space ghost coast to coast wow yeah okay yep i know so, that you watched that before bed but I, oh, yeah. you put that up right up there for you huh it's up there right now man it's just oh it's such a cozy cartoon to watch for some reason for me it's like I don't want to say it's boring. It's like borderline where it's like nothing's really happening. But like every once in a while you look (laughs) up and something funny happens and you giggle a little bit. But like you're not missing any plots or anything like that. It's just people. It's like fucking (laughs) late night talk show that doesn't even matter. Like it's nonsense the whole way through. One of Adult Swim's like very fine pieces of art in my opinion. Um, True. So yeah, uh, currently... That's been the favorite. That's that's what I've been putting most of my attention towards. What about you? Uh, my favorite cartoon series. I just took this as overall mm. number one forever, and it's just got to be The Simpsons. Simpsons. For me. It's like it's it's again seems like low hanging fruit, but man, I have not spent more time with any series in the history of my life than I have yeah. with The Simpsons. I agreed. Yeah, I I can I could completely understand that i guess man overall that's hard because i loved so many cartoons like i loved everything nickelodeon did like up until spongebob hit i loved i loved the beginning of spongebob too don't get me wrong but everything before that Mm -hmm. was gold um disney cartoons were all the rage with me when i was a kid like we used to get the the vhs tapes of like the cartoon classics and shit like that and i loved watching that um Cartoon Network. I mean, Cartoon 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 mm-hmm. Fridays. Like, holy fuck. Every good cartoon all at once. Every Friday. Like, so good. Uh, mm-hmm. There's just too many good cartoons out there. I mean, I'll, I'll rattle off a quick list. Because okay. we, uh, we have a question coming up that has a lot of cartoons in it, too. Right, right. It's, like, very cartoon-centric. Mm-hmm. But, like, so Simpsons is my number one overall. But, like, I mean, the, the staples. Your South Park. Your Beavis and Butthead. Hell King yeah. of the Hill, 
mm-hmm. Futurama, like all these things, you know, those are all really great stuff. I really, really love those. Futurama, I never really got into, but only recently I have been. And man, that's like some really, really, oh my God, so oh, fucking good. And then like so good. new stuff, like Smiling Friends, that's an Adult Swim show. I fucking love that. That stems from YouTube animation, some guys on YouTube that I, I've watched forever and ever, which is hmm. just really, really good shit. Nice. Uh, Man, like some of the more underrepresented stuff from from the 2000s when I was growing up on Saturday morning, like Lloyd in Space, The Weekenders, those were oh, Disney yeah. uh, yep. Disney Saturday morning cartoons, mm-hmm. uh, stuff on the WB like Jowlin Showdown. That was a really great show that nobody oh, yeah. seems to remember or talk about. The Jackie right. Chan Adventures was another great one. You oh, know? yeah, yeah. Wow, I, I forgot about that. for days and forever. And, and how about like the, the ones that were popular at the time and like nobody talks about now? Like Hercules, the animated Hercules series Zim. or whatever oh, the fuck yeah. it was called. Wasn't there a, uh, what was that? Um, Emperor's New Groove animated series at one point? There was, but I was kind of, uh, I, like I loved that movie so much that I couldn't bring myself to watch the series. Yeah, I never watched it either. That The movie was too good. The Lilo and Stitch series though was really good. I really the did Lilo like and the Stitch Lilo series? and Stitch series. Wow. Yeah, it was really good. Um, yeah, man, there just like there's so much animation. That's the problem. Like, classic animation, right? Mm-hmm. Looney Tunes. Gotta love Looney Tunes. Yeah, Looney love, Tunes uh, is up there. Tex Avery. I mean, that shit's pretty good. Scooby-Doo, Holy fuck! Uh, like, you just opened a gate. Tex Avery. Uh huh. Holy yeah, shit. Dude. So big, big animation fan. Yep. Probably not as big as some people out there, but if there's animation, oh, I'm yeah. watching it. At least yep. an episode, just to get the vibe of something, you know? Yep. Animation, which brings us to our next question from Mike M. If you both had to put together three hours of a Saturday morning cartoon lineup, 30-minute shows... What are the cartoons you're putting in? There's a follow-up, too. If you could make a live action of any Saturday morning cartoon, what would it be? Boy, um, just going to rattle this one off quick. I, I thought this one out for a little while. Obviously, TMNT has to be there. And these aren't necessarily sure. just Saturday morning cartoons. These are just cartoons that I would just do in my own lineup. So, Watch TMNT, for three hours. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, Street Sharks. Real Ghostbusters, X-Men, Battletoads, and, of course, Scooby-Doo. Which Scooby-Doo? That's important. Oh, the OG. The OG Scooby-Doo. The OG it's gotta Scooby-Doo. Be, yeah. As, as much as I loved, like, uh, a pup named Scooby-Doo, I liked a pup named mm-hmm. Scooby-Doo at some point, too. Like, I loved all that stuff. But the OG was just, oh, so good. All right. I feel that. Uh, I love... Any and all Scooby Doo. There really hasn't been yeah, a bad really... series. There's mm-hmm. been a couple series that are like, eh, and those have only yeah. been recent because they changed up the art styles, and made them weird. Yeah, yeah. But all right, so that's a pretty good list. Some of it I sort of predicted, like real Ghostbusters. Uh, Street Sharks was kind of a, a surprise for me. That like, one's out there. Yeah, it's just because I haven't watched enough of them. I feel like I need to start watching enough of them to be able to talk okay. about them. <laughs> so, but I'm glad. So yours and I, we we have kind of uh, pretty different lists here, and I think it's just because there's a little bit of an age gap. So there I think is, some yep. of the things that I picked, um, you you might not have been watching when I was watching it. Which is really cool because we got different lists here. So oh, yeah. if I if if I'm making a th- uh, three hour block, I'm picking Pepperan. I was just gonna say Pepperan's gonna oh, be in there. Pepperan is so fucking good. Don't get me wrong. I so love Pepperan. So good. 
Continue. So good and so underappreciated of a show. Oh, like You're so right. There are two shows at that point. It's Doug and it's Pepperan. Fuck and yeah. Doug gets all the credit and Pepperan gets none mm-hmm. of the credit. Like, dude, I was waking up early on Saturday mornings so I could catch Pepperan specifically. Yep, I was too. obsessed with that show. And yep. it was so weird when nobody was talking about it when we got older. And I was like, what the hell? Like, I thought this yeah. had this big cultural impact and it didn't. And yeah. it deserves it. And now it's like, it's a meme now where people were like, wait a minute, what is this? I know this. And I'm just like, what the fuck's wrong with you? It's Pepper Ann. Pepper Ann, uh, Pepper Ann. Pepper Ann, how you doing? Dude, Pepper one Ran, of the best like, meme songs ever. Dude, fuck yeah, um, absolutely. So Pepper Ann, Stan for Life. Uh, it's on Disney Plus, by the way. And I've watched it recently. It holds up. It's really good. So if you're listening mm. to this and you haven't watched it or you haven't seen it in a long time, go watch it. Really good. Can't recommend it enough. Um, yeah. So you got to kick off the day with Pepper Ann. I'm letting it bleed into Rocco because Rocco is a classic. And Absolutely. I think that was probably, if I think about it, my favorite of all of the Nicktoons. Like some of the OG um, Nicktoons. Yeah, it's kind of hard to like actually pick one because oh, they, they so all many. feel like your children, you know. Yep. But that one is probably the one that I revisit the most that holds up the best as an adult. Like it worked when I was a kid and it works even better now because I get the jokes. Yeah. Um Invader Zim. I am a fucking sucker for Invader Zim. Good pick. I love the art style. I love how weird it is. I love the voice acting. Zim is incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh that movie that they put out a couple of years ago, excellent. Phenomenal. Amazing. Yep. Oh, so good. Um, Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Oh, I yeah. I spent whole summers inside at my grandparents' house watching Ed, Ed, and Eddie with them trying to boot my ass out the door to do something outside. <laughs> and I was like, but I'm watching Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what's new Scooby-Doo? I'd throw an episode of that in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Listen, I love the original. That's what I grew up on was the original What's new Scooby-Doo just sort of felt like the original but updated for us. Like yeah. they did everything very similar but kind of just updated uh, how the stories flowed a bit. And it also had that really, really kick-ass theme song by Sum 41. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then I'm going to finish it off with Beetlejuice because I feel like Beetlejuice, again, a very underrepresented, underappreciated cartoon that really holds up better than it should. Yeah, completely agree with that. That one's, uh, believe it or not, I didn't watch very much of it. I do remember watching it, and it was on Nickelodeon for a little while there, I believe. Um, oh, man, it was on, uh, I think, Snicker Treat 94, I think it was on it. Mm-hmm. It was like one of the first episodes or something. I can't remember. Um, but it's not one that I watched a lot of. My little brother ended up buying the series a while ago and I totally meant to watch all of it. And I just never did. I bought the series because mm-hmm. it was cheap. It was only like it's super 20 cheap. bucks. Yeah. But there's another DVD that they actually have for that show. Oh, really? It's a Halloween specific one. Oh, nice. And I think it's got like seven or eight episodes on it. And that's a really great jumping off point because I think they picked all the best ones and threw it on there. Mm. So definitely snag that dvd because you'll have to send me a link watching i'll send you a link uh and then i have two honorable mentions because i know this was specifically supposed to be about cartoons but i also remember there being non-cartoon content and there was uh quite a quite a bit that i was really obsessed with as a kid but the two that stick out in my mind 
were going hand in hand with Pepper Ann, Manny the Uncanny. If anybody watched the Disney one Saturday morning blocks, there were these little shorts in between and it had a really crazy guy kind of talking like yeah. this and he was screaming into the camera. He had a very Jim Carrey thing going on. He had this crazy fucking hair. He's wearing these big thick uh, rimmed glasses and in a suit always. And he just was going off and doing like these crazy segments for like five six minutes at a time and he would sort of host and lead into shows he was sort of like your mc for a saturday morning so i would sneak him in somehow and then if i could if i had some extra time at like noon i would sneak in an episode of secrets of the crypt keepers haunted house oh shit i don't know if you remember that that is a that is a deep cut it's a very deep cut i remember catching it a couple times it's just such a weird like show because it's a game show right. hosted by the real actual crypt keeper yes. and they they like framed it in such a way where it looked like the kids were in actual mortal danger of dying in yeah. death. like <laughs> there was like a bridge that was literally an abyss below them and I remember them having to dodge fireballs oh, yeah. and as a kid I was like wow these kids are gonna die on these TV these kids might this actually die yeah <laughs> if the crypt keeper is one of them things that just like like why why? like it it was it had a cartoon it had action figures and then that like holy fuck but it was also somehow on like beer advertisements for halloween like (laughs) he was everywhere he He was was. (laughs) they need to do that shit again like soon agree so the second part of the question we've got uh, his follow-up if you could make a live action show out of any saturday morning cartoon what would it be so i'm gonna default to you what's your answer on that i have two honorable mentions and then my my one that i think would work uh i really wholeheartedly think that a street sharks or a battle toads live action would work pretty well now more than ever like i don't think it could have got away with it with like the og turtles kind of thing i just think it was too much but now i think it would work really really well so those are my honorable mentions if i'm gonna be realistic from nickelodeon i think ah real monsters would kill it as a live action that like, was my pick too. Was it really? No way, <laughs> dude. Yes, absolutely, dude. Think what about it. It just, oh, man. It just, it just seems like it would. It makes the most sense. I can like see the aesthetic. Like, yeah. I, I just know, like physical sets and uh, like when we say live action, it doesn't mean that people are playing like the parts. No, of yeah, yeah. Puppets. I'm talking yes. puppets. I'm talking like heavy. Like makeup on certain people, oh, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Um, where my brain is going, and I've mentioned this before, I mentioned it in last year's Halloween episodes, probably to death. It's the McDonald's VHS tapes where they did oh, yeah. the animated segments. Yeah. You know, it was like a four. 40- Klasky Chupo was all over that. Exactly. Well, in all of those movies, there was always like a 10 minute live action lead in segment where it was the real actual oh, ronald man. mcdonald and then i didn't even think about that yeah dude then there was uh you know the sunday dog they made him into like this weird big like puppet and um grimace showed up and birdie and the hamburglar all showed up in like weird c early cg versions of themselves yeah and uh, like the sets literally look like a cartoon like they were living in a cartoon which made sense because then mm. it would sort of 
transitioned to the cartoon portion at a certain point so everything would go from live action to the cartoon and it was sort of seamless that's where my brain went with it because it's the same animation studio that does Ariel Monsters and does uh right. those McDonald ones Rugrats yeah exactly and I I saw like I've seen how they did live action stuff and I was like well, it was so weird and so good there. Like, I always wanted more of it. It would just make sense if, like, they did that, but with a Halloween theme. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I, I really think they could get away with that now, especially. Oh, yeah. Like, they could go anywhere with it. There isn't, like, one specific thing that's like, this has to happen. This is the quintessential Ariel Monster story. It's not like Turtles, you know what I mean? Whereas there's, like, there is a quintessential story to it. But, like, like the first episode... Of Ariel Monsters. I just watched it like a couple days ago. Um, the big group of monsters at the Monster Academy and uh, it's Halloween night, but they did so shitty on their tests or whatever, their exams, that uh, the Grombles not letting them go out. Well, the, the trio decides to take it among themselves and go out anyways, and they lose Icus. And they lose him. They accidentally swap him with a kid that dressed up like him because they saw this kid saw him in the trash can and blah, blah, blah. It You know, you know where I'm going with yeah, this. Yeah, but, yeah. like, even that, like, if they just amped it up a little bit that would make a fucking spectacular movie for halloween absolutely i i'm glad that we're on the same page because my brain went right there i'll like well it just makes sense it just makes sense yeah yep we've seen what it could be and i i now i want to see it yes and that's why this podcast exists two minds thinking alike (laughs) (laughs) next question all right so our next question comes from scott o And again, uh, it's a running theme here. Two questions. First question. You're a kid on summer break from school. What's your go-to snack or refreshment? I'm thinking if we're talking drinks, it's either going to be obviously Mm -hmm. uh, Mm ecto-cooler, depending on what era, I guess. Um, If we're keeping cool, it's got to be ecto-cooler or... Oh, it's a hot summer day. Probably like a Jello pudding pop, <laughs> just because you can't get them fuckers anymore, yep. and they just tasted so much different than anything else. And I think it's a fucking shame that they have discontinued them. Um, but nothing goes down like a nice tall glass of Kool Aid. So yeah, Kool Aid for sure. And if I'm having snacks like food, uh, probably a couple of Kudos bars since those don't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest, most of us didn't care as much about what we were putting in our bodies when we were children. Hell no. So I would eat like a complete fucking garbage, like dumpster fire. Um, it would have to be like the two full bags of pizza bites. Okay. Interesting. I'm glad that you brought up pizza bites because now do you mean pizza rolls or do you mean like bagel bites? No, not the bagel bites. Like bagel bites are good. I like them. I actually had a couple of them the other night. Really good. Still good. Still hold up to this day. Uh, No, but definitely the pizza rolls, like the little pizza roll things. All right. Like the mini Hot Pockets basically. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, all right. So you and I landed in the same spot because I I would think back to – you know, what I was making for myself, what kind of snacks I was eating. And that's it. That was my go-to. It was the Totino's pizza rolls. hundred percent. And it all pretty much for me anyways, resides on what's 
tasting good and comes out of the oven quickest. Like, you don't even have to put these in the oven. You put them bitches right in the microwave and you're good to go. You go off to your own little corner of the house and you throw on some cartoons and you got yourself one hell of a fucking night, if I'm being honest. Exactly. So I was all about the Totina's pizza rolls. Uh, For a drink, I easily would have to say it's the it's Sierra Mist, but it's the old formula Sierra oh, Mist. Because uh, they changed it, I found out, uh, quite a few years ago now. And it just, it doesn't taste anywhere near what it used to taste like. Yeah, I can't even describe it. Because everybody was always, at that point, was always like, well, why would you have Sierra Mist? You could just have a Sprite. And it's like, it's not Sprite. That's not why the same. I'm picking Sierra Mist. It was like yeah. more refreshing. It was almost like spring mm-hmm. water, like water that came from a fucking mountain. It was like melting off of a glacier, and it picked up this yeah. sweet like nectar on the way. I, I don't know. Man. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely had a certain sophistication to it. Like it, you, it tasted nice and light. It wasn't like overly up in your face, like. You could drink a fuck ton of it. It's so good. Absolutely. Um, I remember when like Sierra Mist started coming out and we'd go to Pizza Hut and we'd be like, yeah, can we get like Sprite? And they're like, so Sierra Mist is like, what the fuck is that? And then they brought us some, you know, the the big jug that they bring out with the water and the ice. And there's just this big thing of Sierra Mist. I was like, this is good. This is really good. <laughs> this is too good. <laughs> this is better What did you than do to this? Right. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, for the life of me, I cannot figure out why they changed the formula of Sierra Mist. Like, it just mm-hmm. is not... I've had it many times, and it is not the same. So, uh, that, to me, is an exquisite meal. Pizza rolls and Sierra Mist. And I was always, for there was a, a good chunk of time, washing it down uh, with a good humor Reese's peanut butter cup ice cream bar. Oh, fuck yeah. It's, oh, my God. It's I haven't had one of them in so long. On a stick... It was a chocolate shell because uh, I, I was having a hard time finding this when I went online today because they have the Reese's uh, ice creams that are done by Klondike, I believe, which look like a big Reese's peanut butter cup. It's not those. Oh, yeah. Sure. They have other ones that are almost like the strawberry shortcake bars where it's got the, the yeah, crumblies yeah. all over it. It's not oh, those yeah. ones. This one specifically no. was a magic chocolate shell and just peanut butter ice cream just just dipped. And I I remember my sister and I, like every day, we got obsessed with the movie Wayne's World when we were a kid. Oh, we okay. would go swimming, spend almost all of our day swimming, and then come in at probably like 2.30, 3 o'clock. We would pop in Wayne's World on VHS and then run down into the basement while we're still soaking wet like we've got wet bathing suits. <laughs> I'd grab two of these Reese's bars, come back upstairs, and because we were still soaking wet, her and I, I would throw uh, towels on the floor, like our beach towels, and we would just stand mm-hmm. watching Wayne's World, eating these ice cream bars, dripping, <laughs> dripping all over towels. Onto the towels <laughs> until we were dry enough to actually oh, sit on man. the couch. So that uh, those were my summer snacks. summer in a nutshell. Absolutely. Yeah, and I know exactly what Reese's uh, Pops you're talking about, though. They're kind of like the Dove ones. They just like yes. they have the inside, and then you just pop them into the nice little thin shell of mm-hmm. chocolate. Like the chocolate to peanut butter inside ratio was like different on them, and it was just really, oh, yeah. really well done. They so good. Exquisite. And like I love the the little pop that you get when you first bite in. It's just that little. 
This is so oh, good. It was the most addicting part about it. Like, because <laughs> they did it in such a way where you just like sort of bit the right part of the top of that bar and you could feel it pop yeah. up at the other end like yeah. a friggin' seesaw. <laughs> and then it would be dripping yeah, all over dude. your hands. Like you're, but it didn't yeah. matter to me. I had a wet bathing suit. I just wiped my hands on my bathing suit. My mom hated me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Didn't have to do anything else. You were already dripping onto towels and, you know, watching TV. Fuck it. <laughs> um, so the next part, the next question from Scott O, I don't have an answer for, but you might. This one was pretty tough. It was tough. I couldn't think of anything. What less popular toy line from your childhood were you a fan of? I'm not even aware of like less popular toy lines. I feel like every toy that came out when we were kids and I was a kid like just blew up. It didn't matter if it was in plastic form. Kids wanted to buy it for the most part. Um, there might have been like one or two in a bunch of like toys that kids didn't want out of different lines yeah. like there was always one like specifically from uh like the real ghostbusters when they did the monster figures like nobody wanted quasimodo but like i guess i have to say probably like crash dummies was one that i feel like a lot of kids didn't really pick up on but i loved it for some reason i just thought like the whole aesthetic of these little characters were really cool and like you could you know beat the fuck out of them and that was the point of them was to like you know, they came with a car and you smashed it up against the wall. It fell into pieces. You just put it back together again and they're fine. They're good to go. Um, so definitely crash dummies. The stone defenders too. Is that what you're going to say? The, the stone <laughs> stone protectors is on the list. The stone defenders, it is. I think, is what they were yeah. called. Yeah. Stone troll guiles. <laughs> yeah, the troll Fucking guiles. troll guiles <laughs> that start yards on fire. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, stone protectors is there. That was like such a weird line. That play, it's not even Playmates. I can't remember who does it. Um, basically, TMNT knockoffs. And they made, I think, probably like mm, under 20 figures. And mm. they made like a couple of vehicles. And I think that was it. Like they didn't do anything else with them. They had a cartoon. There was a video game. And they just kind of disappeared. Never to be talked about again until two guys created a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, one that I just thought about that. It wasn't less popular, like it was very popular when I was growing up, but nobody seems okay. to talk about it now, were okay. the Tech Deck dudes. Not, tech Deck dudes. Dude, not, I still love Tech Deck. Uh, like I love Tech Deck, right? Like still to this yeah. day, like I buy Tech Decks all the time because they're so cheap mm-hmm. and they're just fun. <laughs> but um, yeah. no, like specifically the dudes, like the little thumbs. Like the little thumb guys. The little thumb yeah. guys. And he was on like a skateboard that you couldn't actually use as a fingerboard. Yeah. But they yeah. just had so many uh, like different styles and they all had attitude. Oh, yeah. And I thought that was so cool. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, these guys have attitude. Yeah, there was actually a couple that recently came out there was like a couple of chase figures they were zombies and i fucking wanted them so bad and i was never able to get them that was just like the last four years sometime ago that like i saw them at walmart um interesting story though i used to draw the little tech deck dude all the time on all my notepads and stuff at school because i thought he was a shit and everybody (laughs) thought it was a cock Everybody's like, you drew a cock on a skateboard. I was like, it's a fucking thumb, dude. It's a tech deck guy. He's like, nope, it's a dick. I was like, all right. All right. All right, man. I'm just trying to express my love of skating, and you got to go and take it to that level. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks, you assholes. I guess lastly, uh, this one's probably uh, a, a less 
liked action figure series uh the american gladiators from back in the day i don't feel like a lot of kids had those they would rather have like the the ljn wrestlers and stuff like that um i always watched american gladiators when i was a kid and when i know that, that they had figures out and stuff they had like full play sets too uh, I was crazy about that, so yeah, I scooped them up right away. American Gladiators, fucking awesome. Next question. This is it. This is the last one. This is <laughs> the last one, and I wanted to end with this one just because it is Halloweeny, and of course we're getting into the Halloween season very, very soon here. This one comes from our buddy old pal over at the Haunted Hangover, Louie. Thanks for giving us this one here. What is the most exotic unique or strange halloween costume you remember wearing you want to take this one first yeah um again don't have much to say because i never actually had very weird costumes growing up they're pretty run-of-the-mill i you know when i was really young uh in the 90s i wanted to be hercules so i got a hercules costume i wanted to be right a ninja because mortal Kombat was a big thing so i was everybody yeah yeah uh i guess the the most unique costumes that i can remember was there was a stretch of uh, of time in my early 20s where jonah hill and i looked stupid similar (laughs) 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 i can see it i can see it we were like at that point we had like very similar haircuts we had like same body shape and shit and like i again i was at college at that point i could not escape it i was like walking around people were calling me jonah and shit and i was embracing it too like at one point i sent out a gag christmas card with with him photoshopped behind me and in the the <laughs> Christmas cards at Happy Hillidays. So uh, I really nice. embraced this Jonah Hill thing for a while um, <laughs> to the point where I was Jonah Hill like three or four Halloweens in a row, like heading out with my friends. Oh, my God. It, like, you know, in Napoleon Dynamite where he makes that shirt with the iron on letters that says vote for Pedro. Yeah, yeah. I did the same thing, but it literally just said Jonah Hill. And that's all Jonah I Hill? needed. <laughs> and people were like, oh, my God, you do look like him. And I'm like, you I are know. Him. You're him. I know. <laughs> you, look, you look like that kid from Superbad. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then I started drawing the Tech Tech thumbs, and I really embraced the super badness of it all. People yeah. kept going, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> You put you drew pictures of dicks and put them in your lunchbox stash. <laughs> I draw pictures of dicks. <laughs> so Holy yeah, um, I guess that's my most unique one, just because it like took over my life. It wasn't a costume; it was a lifestyle. <laughs> that that that's point, it. it's a lifestyle. Yeah, uh, so what about you? Sure. So like you, I uh, you know wore a lot of run of the mill kind of halloween costumes i was always dressed up as a turtle or like a ninja they always had like the black ninja suits i always got those recently i do get a little more exotic with my halloween costumes like i do the horns and i usually wear these like ginormous uh ear pieces they're like i don't know i my my ears are gauged out so to understand Mm -hmm. this uh I have to tell you that um, they're just like these big spirals and like it all comes together. I'll paint my face up and stuff like that. But the one uh, Halloween costume I remember from my childhood was this one year I dressed up as Jason, which equated to just wearing a Jason mask, you know, a cheapo one from Dollar General. (laughs) Yeah, it was very warm this Halloween, too. It was like 
it was like 75 or 80 degrees out. It was very hot. Um, I had a flannel, a cutoff flannel on where like tank top flannel basically. And I had like ripped up jeans and I think I had like a plastic machete it was like one of the cheap glow in the dark ones. And to top it all off, I did this while riding skates. Oh. <laughs> Skateson. Skateson. Yeah, I was uh, Jason on skates. Uh, not quite Michelle Kwan, but, you know, good <laughs> catch, enough. Catch catch him at your local Sonic drive through Yeah, yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know what I was thinking. I remember, like, because, I mean, in my neighborhood, there's a lot of staircases to go up. Like, I, I had my skates on, and I was just, like, dinging up people's fucking wooden stairs and shit. And they were, <laughs> I'm sure, not happy, but I was a kid, and I didn't care. But, like, looking back on it now, I had a kid, you know, skated up my like brand new wooden staircase, I probably would have just like kicked him down it <laughs> and like fuck off my porch. He fell. You know, he belong fell. on my porch. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what happened. I, I gave happened, him the Twix man, and <laughs> gave him a Snickers. And then the cow, the kid went wild. I don't know what happened. <laughs> but also, please sign this paper that says you can't sue me. <laughs> so yeah, that that's probably uh, the most exotic. Halloween costume I've ever had. Skates in and Jonah Hill. I love Sk- it. Skates in and Jonah <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. So that was our awesome Q&A show. Uh, we really had a lot of fun doing this. Or at least I did. I don't know. If, did you have a lot of fun, Derek? <laughs> oh, no. I'm over here absolutely miserable. Don't ever make me do this again. Yeah. I don't want to hear from anybody <laughs> ever again. No more questions. I've answered everything that I need to answer in my life. Thank you so much. If it sounds like we were tired throughout any of these uh, little segments here, it's because we fucking are. Uh, Derek's been moving to a new house. He's been moving over the course of like the last five years, I feel like. Oh, uh, yeah, at um, least five years. Uh, maybe <laughs> maybe centuries yeah. at this point. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And I've started a new job, and uh, I've been working 12-hour days for the past five years. So uh, it's all adding up, but we're still kicking it. We're still recording stuff, and we actually just both sat down, mapped out every show from now until the end of October, all the way up until the big day of Halloween. Uh, We're going to have a lot of really fucking awesome shows coming your way very, very soon, and I hope you guys will enjoy listening to them. Uh, we've thought this out carefully, and I think I think we've got some real winners here coming up. I think so. I think so. It's going to be a good time. There's a lot of stuff that I think we've been wanting to talk about for like a year. Listen, we had a good time with the Shark Show. We had fun talking about arcades, but uh, Leftover Pizza was born in Halloween, and, like, our relationship was forged in Halloween. Like, this is yes. what we come together for. Like, we wait for this all year, so it has to be good this year. We were born in it, molded by it. Molded by it. <laughs> I was born in the darkness. <laughs> uh, so just quickly, before we uh, boot scoot the hell out of here and go to bed, I uh, just wanted to remind everybody, Leftover Pizza Club, still kicking. Having a great time over there on Facebook. Join. You get a free sticker. Like Grimey said, I've been moving, so I've been a little bit slow to send them out. But if you messaged me, I do have your addresses still. They will be going out as soon as I have a desk set up. I am recording this podcast from my kitchen (laughs) table right now. So it's a little rough, but we're making do. So hang in there. Your stickers are coming soon. Um, Leftover Pizza Club on Facebook. If you want to support us, I did just stop selling the summer zine. But 
we do have a Halloween zine that we've been planning, and it's a little bit more than that. We've actually got a whole little Halloween fun pack that's going to be coming really, really soon. So if you're interested, again, we'll be posting about it on the Instagram at Leftover Pizza Podcast. We'll be posting about it over in the Leftover Pizza Club on Facebook and If you want to just go directly to the source after you've listened to this episode, head over to shopobscure.com. That's where you can buy all of the zines, all of our stickers, uh, anything that we make. It helps support the show, keeps us going. And uh, while we're at it, talking about support, if you could just drop us a review wherever you listen to your podcasts, that would be a huge, huge help. You don't have to write out a full review. Just hit five stars if you think we're worth it. Um, And subscribe to our youtube channel because we've been doing some videos over there so that also helps us so yep no seriously if you could just write squirrels as long as you give us a five-star review we'll take it (laughs) squirrels all the way for first person to write squirrels on a review and screenshot it send it to us through uh instagram or on the pizza (laughs) club i will send you a piece of the halloween uh care package that we're going to be making up free ahead of time First person to do it, though. You have to actually go write squirrels and prove to me that you did it. So Hell yeah. Uh, and I'd, I'd like to thank everybody for giving us all these questions to answer. Like I said, had a lot of fun with this. Uh, maybe do another one sometime in the future for something else. Maybe not just a general Q&A. Maybe something that fits, fits a certain theme. Who knows? This this was fun, though, and we definitely should visit it again. Absolutely. I had a good time. Uh, like Grammy said, thank you for sending in questions. Thank you for supporting us and listening to us, every single one of you. Very important. Can't believe that we're a year into this, Grimy, and can't believe that people actually care enough to interact with us. It's pretty nuts. Hell yeah, a year in and still going strong. It ain't slowing down anytime soon. And with that, I am Grimy from Retroplasm. And I am Derek from itsdemboys.com. And I am so fucking tired. Oh Let's my get God, the fuck out of here. Me too. I'm so fucking ready. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, all right. Well, well, thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks so much. I'm going to go fucking listen to nature sounds and pass out. I'm going to listen to uh, maybe some spooky sounds. Ooh. 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 Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Peace out, Girl Scouts. <laughs>